my parents would try to talk to me. You know, I didn't, you know, I thought I didn't have to, I thought I knew better. So I didn't, again, that's one of those things you don't realize how wise your parents were until you become a parent yourself. And um, so I thought I knew and I wouldn't listen. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today we'll hear more from Carla Parnature, a Creek and Cherokee from Oklahoma, as she tells about how God used the innocent questions of a child to make her think about how she was living. During my teenage years, I was, you know, made my made some pretty tough decisions. I when I say tough, I made some rough decisions and started using alcohol, drugs, and put myself in situations that I should not have been in. And during the course of that time, uh, I experienced rape and then a date rape. And then my, you know, I know a lot of, I don't want to just say Native women, but I know a lot of women and children and, and men have been in that, have been, had to experience something like that. And so they understand the, um, the guilt, the shame and the humiliation and the anger that goes with that. And from that, I never told anyone. So from that, I became very hardened. And when I say I became very hardened, I, you know, I was just making reckless decisions from then on, you know, and I was, you know, I was pretty mean and rude to people. I was just a very, very, uh, to me, just very hard person. And that was just my way of dealing with that. And, you know, all I can say is that God is good. And I think of the song, Jesus loves me. And even though I turned my back on him, he never, he never gave up. He never stopped loving me. So during that time, I had become a young adult and um, went through um, an abusive, short abusive marriage. And just, you know, and any, like I said, God can do anything, use anything. And, and, um, I had my daughter and she said she was such a blessing. The Lord used her to bring, um, bring me back to him because I would, you know, my, my parents would try to talk to me. You know, I didn't, you know, I thought I didn't have to, I thought I knew better. So I didn't, again, that's one of those things you don't realize how wise your parents were until you become a parent yourself. And, um, so I thought I knew and I wouldn't listen, but then my daughter, you know, she was young, um, elementary age and she began to ask me questions about my lifestyle and it wasn't, you know, maybe other people I thought when they asked, I thought they were being judgmental, but when she asked, she was innocent and she sincerely wanted to know. And that's how, um, I think the Lord began to draw me back and, I started going back to church and when I say back to church, I really started going to church for the first time, I think, in my life. And when I, I found for me, um, when I decided to go back, I'm kind of a person that, um, 
things just, you know, I try to make them logical, I guess. I like, so I went through the phone book. At that time, you know, there were phone books. So I went through the phone book and started calling churches because I lived, you know, I didn't, I wasn't in my community anymore. I didn't have, you know, there weren't any creek churches in the area. So I'm in a city. And so I'm going through the phone book and I'm asking people, you know, uh, my grandpa, had, I had told him, you know, that I wanted to go to church and he told me what to ask. So I started asking them things about, you know, he said, ask them what their doctrine is. And I was like, what is doctrine? I mean, what if they tell me, how will I know? And he said, just start there, ask them. And so I began to call churches and, you know, they would, some of them, you know, they'd put the pastor on the phone, most, you know, half the time, half the time they, you know, they didn't, but they just, you know, some of them would start asking me, okay, you know, what's your background? Are you married? Are you single? Do you have kids? And, um, and, you know, I'm a pretty private person. So for me, I was like, that's not, you know, that's, I'm asking you, what is your doctrine? And you'd be surprised about how many people that answer the phone didn't answer that question. So I finally got to a church and, um, there were two churches in my city that answered my question. And as soon as they answered, like I said, I didn't know what doctrine was. I didn't know the meaning of that word. And as soon as the pastor, those two preachers told me, I was like, Oh, that's what it is. Um, you know, they said, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And when I heard that, for someone that, you know, I didn't know all the church words, but God will teach you. God's Holy Spirit will lead you into wherever you need to go or be when you're making decisions. When I found a church to go to, it was Gloria Baptist Church. And when I, when I had called about and asked them what they believed, the pastor at that time was Lit McIntosh. And he, when he got on the phone, he told me what the church believed. He didn't ask me about, you know, if I was married, how many kids I have, or what nights I had pizza. He told me, and for me, that's what I needed to know. That's where in my heart I was like, oh, that's what I need. And, um, but still I knew that, um, going to church was, you know, that was a change and a big change for me because my family, the things we did together was, um, sports is big in the native community and every weekend we played sports. So my dad had a team and we were always on the go and um, we traveled a lot playing. And so for me to make that decision, it was a break from my family and, um, they weren't supportive of it. They were, um, actually got mad at me a couple of them and said a couple of things to me and um you know told me you know I was hard you know I was selfish and just thinking about myself and but I thought you know like most places it's easier you know to go if you know someone but I so I got my sister to go with me and when you know when people say that um they have nothing to wear i believe them so you know churches might say come how you're dressed well if you tell people that then you you need to accept them and at that time um all i had were ball clothes and party clothes and so my sister and i that's all we had and we walked in in heels and party dresses and and you could you know i'm sure and you know people knew right away that we were visitors and and um we came in late and as planned, and so we could make a quick break, sat in the very back. And, um, however, there were several people in the church that got back to us before we were able to duck out. And they were so welcoming. I mean, there was, um, 
and it turned out one of them was I didn't you know I didn't even know and they were like I know your dad or I used to play ball with your dad and he, I mean you know in the native community everybody knows everyone so they were like oh yeah and I live you know I grew up in the town your mom and dad did and so I didn't remember all the names but when I left all I remembered is that I was welcomed and people made me feel welcome so I think you know I was I might have been looking I probably was looking for just one reason not to come back and um you know, when you do that, you'll find it. But, but for me, you know, that was the Lord. He He um, gave just what I needed, and also my sister, what she needed. And so we continued to uh, go to Glorietta. They preached the word, they taught the word, and I really began to, um, you know, learn different things and discover that, um, discover that, uh, wow, the Bible has, you know, it means something. Um, the Lord means is someone. He means something to me. And I learned about him in different ways through all that, you know, all those struggles and hardship that I had in my life. I began to learn that uh, about forgiveness, not just that, um, you know, I felt like, you know, the Lord forgives me, but I also realized I need to forgive other people. And whenever I made that decision to forgive, to forgive um, perpetrators, there was freedom, I mean, immediately. And so that no longer had power over me. And I didn't realize how much power I had given away. And so I, you know, in Christ, there's freedom. And his word tells us if, if the son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. When I started going back to church, I was really a, I was a baby in Christ. I had not learned. I had not matured. However, as I began to go to Sunday school, um, which was scary too, walking into a room with where people were reading the Bible and studying the Bible, you know, I was scared I was going to be called on. And, but I had a great Sunday school teacher. She just had a, had a big heart, had a love for God's word, for God, for people. And she just, you know, she helped me, helped me through that. So as I began to read more and then I began to realize also when I was reading the Bible that, man, I know I've heard this before. Grandma used to tell us this. And so, you know, I also, you know, began to put together the pieces. That, oh, wow. Grandma would teach at home. I was learning this at home and I didn't even know it. I knew some of this stuff. So church began to to. um It wasn't as scary as that first time when I walked in the door when I was an adult. But. I began to, you know, I talked about an enemy and we have an enemy and I began to doubt. Um, as I, you know, as I started going to church more, I began to doubt that that happened to me as a child because I didn't say the right words. I was beginning to learn different, you know, different ways about how people share the gospel or how, how um, to talk to someone about, about, um, coming to Christ. And I thought, Oh, I don't know if I'm, if that really happened to me and cause I didn't say that, I didn't say that or I didn't pray that way. I didn't use those words. I didn't use that word sin. I didn't use the word repent. I didn't use that word salvation. I didn't even know what that meant. And, um, you know, as I, as I begin to go through that struggle and I just kept, I just stayed. I just, when I say stayed, I just stayed with it though. I just stayed with that Bible study and I'm, and, um, there was a discipleship class going on 
And as I started learning more, I went to that class and I finally got to the point where I just said, you know, I was at home and I was, I was reading and I said, you know what, I'm just tired of this, tired of not knowing. And um, so I just got down on my knees. I was at home in my bedroom and I just said, Lord, I don't know. I said, I, I don't know if um, that really happened to me when I was a little girl, if I did it right or not, you know, or, or if it didn't. But I'm coming to you the best way I know how. And if it didn't happen then, I want to make sure I know now. Um, I don't want to be unsure. And so when I got up off my knees, that burden was gone and that struggle was gone. Have you ever wondered if you are right with God? As you just heard, it was too serious a matter for Carla to ignore. God certainly didn't ignore it. He wants us to be right with Him. So much so that He sent His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to pay for our wrongdoing by dying in our place. My friend, God is holy and sin's penalty must be paid. But God's heart is to forgive and restore. That's why He sent Jesus. Only Jesus could stand in our place for judgment because He had no sin of His own. That's why we call Him our Savior. Are you trusting in Him to save you? If so, God says you are right with Him. He tells us in the Bible, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, withoutreservation.com, and click on the tab, New Life. Or download the Storyteller radio app and choose Hope. You can also write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. And you can find us on Facebook at Without Reservation. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There's more to Carla's story, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.